Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. No, oh. I don't think. Um, won't you tell me how to get, how to no, get. No, that's not, no. That's no, close. Every day when you're walking down no, the street. Def- definitely not that one. Shit. Oh. Uh. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That one, yeah. A lovely day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. <sighs> what? Don't you just feel good? Yeah. Don't you feel good right now? Oh, I feel good. How are you doing, Andrew? Doing all right. Doing yeah, you're well. doing all right? Doing a fantabulous. Fantabulous, wow. New word. That's a fancy yes, word. fancy word. For a fancy boy. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing today, Sam? I'm doing pretty good. I've had a good week. A good week? That's good. Yeah. Just good. been kind of getting my apartment all figured out. Be- have you seen Spider-Man yet? Or Peter Parker? Oh. What? Did I say Pete? Never mind, don't. You know, Spider. You can cut this, right? Spider-Man's Peter Parker. Did you not know that? Oh, shit, really? Yeah, it's actually... I thought he was just some nerd. No, 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 no. He's actually he's, Spider-Man. He's yeah. fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. What? Anyway, yeah. Do you, have you seen him yet? Have you seen him around? No. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. Oh, shit, right. man. Yeah, he lives in Queen. That's why this... No, I know. Right. I know he lives in no, Queen. I just want them to know. Oh, yeah. He, both of you live in Queen. Yeah. Maybe I'm the Spider-Man. <laughs> the Spider-Man. <laughs> or Spider-Guy. Or woman, who knows? Anyway, hey, what a Tony. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah! Congrats, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I'm excited for your next movie. Yes, it should be good. But it looks great. We're not talking about We're not talking about a, angels uh, or, or uh, under the Garfields or spiders. Silver, whatever. Yeah. We're talking about won't you be my neighbor? Won't Sam? you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Yes, the biopic, not biopic, I've said biopic. Yeah, documentary. Times. Documentary. About Mr. Rogers. Fred Rogers. What a lovely man. What a lovely man. What a lovely movie. Yeah, it really was just like a lovely time. Just, yeah, good. That's the perfect word to describe it. Just it was, lovely. It was a lovely was little a time. Lovely... However long it was, like an hour and a half. Yes, for the marketing people, just welcome back. Lovely. <laughs> a lovely time. <laughs> a lovely the time. Box. Yeah. Uh, so, in that, what did you think of the movie, the filmmaking? Yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I don't really watch... A, we sort of talked about this on our way yeah. to the train. I don't really watch like a lot of um, like documentaries. It's not really a thing that yeah. I do. It's not usually my cup of tea. I've seen like a couple that I like, and I'm like, these are cool. But, like, if I'm looking for something to watch, I don't really go to a documentary. But, like, this was, like, really nice. I saw ads for it, like, a while ago when we would go see movies. And it always just, yeah, it looked nice. Even though, like, full disclosure, I did not, like, watch uh, Mr. Rogers when I was a kid. Like, I might have seen an episode or two here and there. But, like, it wasn't a huge part of my childhood. I was, like, Muppet Show and the Sesame Street stuff. That was, like what I kind of grew up on in that sort of age range. So it doesn't have like the same sort of impact. Yeah. Emotional yeah. impact, uh, that it would for someone who like grew up watching Mr. Rogers and like the audience that we saw it with were all like older people who probably like saw it when they were like 
kids, like when it first came out in the sixties, and I was like, yeah. that's fucking cool. Um, so yeah, like I, but I still really liked it. I still was like, this is really nice. It was a lovely way to showcase this guy's life. Yes, yes, yeah. very much. What about so. you? What did you think? I, yeah, no, I adored this film. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful just depiction on life and almost a philosophy on, yeah, uh, on life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it really shows like I know this is for every human on Earth, but it's just much deeper when you look at their backstory, like to see what he did, why he did it, and how it impacted millions and millions of people's yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, And it, it's really just, you know, I love watching documentaries. I, I really do. But with stuff like this, it's the part where I don't like documentaries, or it's like, wow, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like, what are you doing? With your what life? are you doing? What is your documentary going to be like? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, 22, Andrew Thomas, he was uh, living in New York. Doing a podcast. Doing a podcast. Yeah. That twenty three <laughs> like, got struck by light, <laughs> and he became the Flash. I wish the Flash had a theme. Anyway, I was gonna Hobbit, but I was like, "What? Yeah, not yet, not yet." I guess we haven't. This is our first podcast auto documentary. Yeah, I so was gonna we say, "Let's really get to the know. real stars," but we don't really know where to go. Yeah, so from here we're all gonna hold hands. It's, oh. There it is. <laughs> and just walk through this journey. So um, Yeah, there's not really spoilers. Like, it's just a man's exactly. life. It's a documentary. So, hey, this is your first episode. Can, buckle welcome. up. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Like, is that uh, threatening? Bl- buckle up? No, no, you said it non-threateningly. Okay. So I didn't take it as a threat. All right, just like that could be like, buckle up, buddy. Well, yeah, <laughs> but see, context. True. Intention. Yes. The, the root of all comedy. Anyway, so... Yeah. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. Yeah, go see um, it. I guess if you haven't seen, or don't know about Mr. Rogers, put this on hold, watch the movie, don't go on Wikipedia, or... Uh, I don't know. I completely misphrased that, yeah. Put this on hold, watch the movie, don't look at Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Come back, listen to us, talk about yeah. Fred Rogers. Huh. So, I just want to talk... I guess let's just have a discussion. Yeah, let's just talk. Look, what we always do... Yeah. Discussion. <laughs> um, it's almost like we do a audio podcast where we talk about stuff. Yes. Almost. I think it's almost like we do that every week. Almost. But, <laughs> so you, up until 5.45 today, what was your knowledge about Mr. Rogers? And uh, I knew he did a kid show. I knew it was Mr. Uh-oh. Rogers' Neighborhood. I knew, like, re- general references, the sweater, the, the little trolley. Yeah. Um, I, I knew he was, like, this sort of child, like, television, like, icon of just, yeah. like, he did it right. I know, like, a lot of people loved him very much, and, and I think my parents watched him yeah. when they were growing up. They were sort of that, around that time. My mom was born in 70, so yeah. Around that time, she yeah. would have been seeing, like... Probably, like, the reruns of Mr. Rogers and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, like that was sort of it. Like, I knew he was good. I knew the weird rumor that he was, like, a Navy SEAL and he, like, had tattoos, which I thought was weird. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't seem right. Also, if it was true, 
Also, spoiler alert, it's not true. It's not true. Um, when, yeah, when, because I remember hearing that uh, he was swimming, I was like, hey, wait a minute! <laughs> uh, even if it was true, so. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't those, matter. Like, so. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know a whole lot about Mr. Rogers, other than, like, the parodies that I had seen in yeah. X, Y, and Z, and, you know, that sort yeah. of stuff. But, but, I mean, um, you watched some. When yeah, you kid, I watched right? Mr. Rogers. I I was the kid. It's funny. If you don't know, my parents are divorced. I think I said that. The first yeah, we talked about that, yeah. I think, at Tully. Maybe. Uh, my dad had cable, so that's where I got my SpongeBob and, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. And my mother, we did have cable, so that's where I watched PBS. Uh, so I knew, you know, the Sesame Streets, the yeah. Caillou's. Fuck Caillou. Why? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Just fuck Caillou. He's a little bald kid. Probably yeah, why is he bald? I don't Probably understand. Cancer. I, this could completely be false. It could be. Do you think the, it's a metaphor for cancer? No, it could. It, we do this on the show. <laughs> um, it, it, uh, like the tattoos for Mr. Roger might be a rumor, but apparently it might be about a kid, a real life kid named Caillou, which is kind of a cool name, Caillou. It's a French name. So they made it in Caillou. Quebec, right? I think so. I have no I think idea. Think so. I know it's Canadian. And it's based on that kid who had cancer. It's just his adventure and what he before unfortunately. That would make away. it a lot better, but I don't think it's true. I think it is true. Too bad we don't have something that we can look up all this information on. You don't want to look it up. No, I okay. that was just a good bit that I was um, trying to do. <laughs> oh, I thought we were gonna look it up and you were gonna Anyway, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, so, welcome back. I yeah, I loved all those shows, and particularly even when I was older, an older meeting like ten, eleven, twelve. I still yeah, watched yeah. PBS because you know it's fun, kid stuff. And like some things, I was like, yeah, Dragon Tales. That's for kitty kitties. Yeah, that's for babies. Yeah, Sesame Street. But Arthur, wa- Arthur was my jam. Sesame Street, I watched for like a long time. Really? Yeah, but I had. I had like cable and stuff, so like yeah. I, 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 around that time I was watching like SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. I think around that time was when I started getting into Friends, which is like a, which is like a weird age, I think, for to me to like friends. watch Friends. But I think it was around that time that I was like, oh, I need to watch other stuff. Because I would watch like The Simpsons and Futurama and I watched Family Guy for a while, but yeah. I only really. To be completely honest, I only really watch Family Guy because, like, everyone I knew watched Family Guy. <laughs> I so, lo- like, at I was school... In my head, when he said Family Guy, I was wondering, wondering if you were going to be like, complete disclosure, Family Guy's trash. I wonder if you were going to do that. It is bad. Okay. It's very bad. But I only really watched it. I, I remember... He... I think he's very talented. He is very talented. I think he yeah. can do good things. I just think he hasn't quite done them. I like American Dad a lot more than I like Family Guy. I think American Dad is more satirical. Yeah, for sure. And I like that about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I only I literally, I only watch Family Guy because like everyone at school that I was like friends course, with watched Family Guy. Of course, you So I was like, well, I gotta watch it. Like, I yeah. gotta know what the fuck they're talking about. That was like it. So I would like watch Family Guy, and then like The Simpsons would be on like after it. Yeah. And then I would watch whatever the fuck. Whatever. Like Scrubs. 
But yeah, I like I watched uh, Scrubs and uh, everybody. And oh, I never watched Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? I was cute. You know, what I loved. I loved uh, uh, older. It was on Channel Thirty Three. If you're on, if you're in Texas, <laughs> the older shows like I Love Lucy, Gilligan's Island, Brady Bunch, all the family. I didn't get those. I loved. Those. I didn't have those. No, I. I it, yeah. I. Even in Cable Town, I watched TV Land. No, I never yeah, I really liked those like living room sitcoms. Really? I'm like the like the Even like Fresh Prince and Friends. <laughs> Friends I I liked. But it didn't it wasn't like I don't I'm not even today I'm not a huge fan of like family sitcoms. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I just saying, don't yeah. think that they're like the most I don't think that's where like sitcoms live very well. That was a part of sitcom. It's a very important it, Like part. 110%. That is like where sitcoms come from is family, living room but sitcoms. Past but I think we've passed it. And I think the like workplace sitcom is a lot funnier. Uh-huh. Because you don't... Because the characters don't have to... At the end of the day, those characters don't have to like each other. Yeah. You know? So you can do a Scrubs where Dr. Cox and Kelso hate each other and yeah. the janitor's always out to get JD. It's like... You can do that in a family, but it's, like, kind of weird, I guess. Yeah. And then you get, like, the Brooklyn Nine-Nines and the, you know. Yeah. Stuff like that. Stuff like, yeah. So I think that's where where I like Friends more, because it's, like, not a family. It's just friends. Yeah, it's just friends. It's just some pals doing their thing. Yeah. Clapping four times. But I always watched Arthur. (laughs) Yeah, I never got into Arthur. (laughs) I loved Arthur. Arthur. Uh, and the other stuff, I was like, yeah, that's for kids. That's for kids. Avatar. I watched Avatar. That was my shit. Never saw it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You gotta fix it. It's so good. But Mr. But, Rogers. But Mr. Rogers. <laughs> we gotta fill an hour somehow. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't you worry. We'll get... I have a feeling we'll hit to I hour. feel like we will. Mr. Rogers was something so endearing for me. It's something so, like... No matter where you were in life, it's no matter how you felt, it's kind of always like a a touch base, almost if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Where it's kind of like, and in the documentary, they talk about that silence in Mister Rogers. It wasn't like Danny Elfman going music playing behind him. It was. It was. Like, here's how long a minute is. Exactly. Quiet. Here's how you tie your shoes. Here's different ways you can tie a knot. Yeah. Here's and he always had segments of like. Him learning about breakdancing and him learning, you know, uh, yo-yoing. I remember that was one episode. I was oh, as cool. a kid, I was really into yo-yoing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was just like, yeah, this is different ways that you learn new tricks. It was just very homey, almost. It was. Yeah, I mean, I got that that feeling like, and I think in one of the trailers for this movie, they have a quote that they didn't use in the movie, which I noticed, but Uh it was, like, someone saying, like, oh, he embodied what, like, the best in everybody is. Yeah. Is kind, caring, understanding, like, willing to learn and and wanting to understand people. And so, yeah, learning about breakdancing and yo-yoing and, like, having that sort of um, I mean, they talk about in the movie, like, having, like, a black cop on the show. And I was just like, yep, this yeah. is how it is. That's how the fucking world is. Also, I, I... was like, that's really cool. Like, just, like, these that. kind of forward-thinking, especially for kids. Like, 
Especially in the 60s. Yeah, like, that is, like, where... The 70s. That's where, like... I mean, then it comes into the whole conversation of, like, is evil, like, inherent or taught? Yes. You know? Exactly. Nature and nurture. And I think there are arguments for both, but I think nurture is stronger. Yes. Because, yeah, I mean, there, there are kids who grew up just watching... Anime and what not anime specifically, just like stuff that's violent and, yes. and like G.I. Joe and Transformers and all this stuff that like doesn't necessarily have like a message, it's just like flashing lights and, and fighting. Let Bobby have a cup of water while yeah. you're sitting down for you know? a second, yeah. But, but then there's stuff like the Sesame Streets and the Mr. Rogers and and Muppet Show, like that's just like. Treat kids Teaching, with yeah. respect and, and teach them stuff and just be like, look at the world is like interesting and and different. People are different, but that's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. this is just the world that exists. Yeah. And just kind of Yeah. I will say with the cop I did love it when he was like, Yeah, I'm just putting which actually, especially we're in New York, it's so hot. It's yeah. so hot when he has his feet in the water. I was oh, like, that was, Ooh, that looks so good. I, I wish so there was good. a hose that I could put my feet in. But even just like the the um, the metaphor, like the the showing yes, exactly. of that is like so cool. I love how he looks at at the camera. He smiles. He's like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, I know. He, oh, I know. He looks. He's like, "You think? What do you think now?" He's like, "Mom, don't say that." <laughs> um, yeah, you can't anyway. be openly gay. You can't say that, and then um, you're good. Yeah, it was a weird beat. Did you think that was a weird beat I in the? Did it again? This is where. And this is why I want to talk about and kind of like, I don't know. This, this is even for the episode podcast. This is, is like us. all over the place. But I don't know. Like, I want to have it. Let's do it. No, this is our. It. I'm down for it. I'm just saying. Like, this is for <laughs> the listeners. Crazy. This episode is going to go all over. This is how me and Andrew normally have conversations. Yes, I feel like it's a different <laughs> setup. That's why. Because now we're like actually like usually yeah. we're like this we're kind of at a weird angle normally, and but this time we've <laughs> changed. Touch things. you. I mean, you can always touch me. Anyway, um, <laughs> but with that that beat, it's very much like Mr. Rogers is like, I'm not saying, like, there's, this is bigger than you, this is bigger than me. No, 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 I got, I got that. Like, I got, like, his, yeah. like, reason for it. That's not what I'm saying. It was just, like, such a, we- like, movie-wise, it felt like a really weird, like, we're going along this path, and then it was, like, a weird, like, turn into, like, this is a thing that happened, and then, like, back to the rest of the... Like, it just felt separate. I th- It felt I th- like just a weird, like... Oh, yeah, and then, like, this thing happened. I feel like it's... And then it kept going. Because what the movie does so, movie does so well is that it's his life, then the show, it talks about the show and his life and the show, and most of that is one and the same. Yeah. And with that specific beat, it's something that... That was just different, yeah. Exactly. I that feel makes like, sense. Yeah. It just felt like in the moment, like I was like, this was, it was just like a weird, it felt like a weird tonal shift. Okay. Of like, are we going to suddenly be like, oh, Mr. Rogers is a bad guy? Like, it felt like it was going down that path <laughs> for like half movie, a second. was like, they're going to drop a shoe. And yeah, they're going to drop no, he molest 50 children. <laughs> I was, I like, was no! terrified for that same thing. I was like, please don't. And then just be good. I will say, at the ending, when 9 11 happens and he's at the piano, he looks broke. He looks like. And she even said, he was like, what can I say? Like, what can like I say? Yeah, yeah, we can be optimistic, of course. Optimistic. Being optimistic is important, but like... 
9-11 just happened. Yeah, I mean, for a guy who was... I mean, when was he born? It would have been tail end of the Second World War? Yes. It would have had to be. Like, around there. Yeah. I mean, that's what he would have grown up, like, coming out of, right? Uh Like, this hate-filled time. So he goes into... He, he, I mean, based on the, and then, the movie, he goes into the church and he's like, oh, I'm going to become a minister and yeah. all this stuff. And then television happens and uh-huh. he's like, oh, I think I can do something with this. And then he does and it goes really well and then it goes even more well and blah, blah, blah. And, and so the story goes. And then but then, history, yeah. And then, like, I think, yeah, he had done all this work. And I think he saw other people doing the same work. He saw The Muppet Show, and he saw the Sesame Streets, and he saw like those other shows that were trying to do the same sort of thing mm-hmm. that he was doing. And I think he sort of felt... Not to be a history snob, but what those were all coming up at the same time. It's more like Howdy Doody yeah, yeah. and shows like that where it's just like, hey kids, let's sing a song around the campfire. Uh, the old, old Mickey Mouse clubs. The old, just where it's just kind of almost like a a telethon show yeah. like a narrative but show but Sesame happened. Street was happening or came up in the 90s in the the right? uh, sorry uh, the Muppet show happened it started in around the 70s yeah uh, Sesame Street was like 68 67 really? yeah I didn't know it was that old yeah oh Sesame Street like five years ago celebrated its 50th anniversary oh yeah no for some reason I thought it started in like the late 80s no 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 yeah, Muppet Show. But maybe my point is completely yeah. different. And also, Jim Hansen died in the early nineties. I knew he. I knew he died, like, early mid nineties. Yeah. I knew the, he died around then. And the Muppet movie came out in nineteen uh, seventy-eight. What? Yeah. Sorry, You're blowing I'm, I'm my mind. Blowing right your now. mind. Yeah. I thought all those things were like ten years later. No, no, no. Whoa. <laughs> well, I had a point. But... Well, I had a point. Now my point is... Sorry, I was just like... Before before I was like, I need to brush up on that. No, that's fine. History, yeah. I'm still going to say my idea. Okay, still... So, so I think he saw these other things that were happening. The Muppet uh-huh. Show and Sesame Street and, and all this stuff that was going on. And, and then... Concurrently while he's Yeah, while he's doing his thing. Neighborhood. And he saw the things that were coming after him. And I think he saw something good. And he was like, okay, I'm going to stop doing Neighborhood. And he went off the air and whatever. He went off the air and then... 9-11 happened, I think that was, like, I think, yeah, I mean, after covering everything from racism and assassination and, and like, death and divorce and, like, tackling all these big yeah. issues. Inadequacy. Yeah, I think he saw something that he couldn't tackle. The epitome of everything that he was, like, he didn't understand like he just was like I don't yeah, know what else I can say like it was like it was that like just everything uh-huh. that he that he had said so what more could he say yeah I think that's so interesting and also something where I just respect him and the creators and the producers of the show is having topics and it's so weird thinking about how times have changed having topics that if Sesame Street or if whatever child shows on like Nick Jr. or whatnot yeah. tackled today, it would be a taboo topic that yeah. we would have thick pieces over it. And it's like, 
it's so weird to think how the world is different. Like, imagine if, if whatever, I'm trying to think of a kid show that's on now. I mean, Sesame Street is still going Sesame on. Street. Still doing its thing. Even Sesame Street. The last time Sesame Street did something big like that was during 9-11. I remember that episode. Well, no. Wouldn't the last thing that they did... They brought on... They made uh, an autistic character. Yes, exactly. But I remember when that came out, there was a bunch of think pieces. Was, yeah, and, oh my god. There was everything. topics of like, do we need this? This is this. This is yes. that. Oh and of God. course, that's a byproduct of the internet. Yeah. And everyone's opinion is always with a bullhorn. Yeah. But in that time, in that space, having a show about uh, Daniel the uh, the lion saying, "Was I just a mistake? Am I? Yeah. I feel so inadequate." And at the end, that that feeling, that fear, is not squashed to the ground. Is like, yeah, I get you're here for me. But what we but, always say. Yeah. But. <laughs> and I think there's something beautiful. I feel like in this space that we have in our society where we can't do that. But he, and even more so probably then, but he was like, no, we need to address this yeah. for the children. And yeah. yeah, that's so important. Like, uh, like, even not growing up with Mr. Rogers, like, he really was just this. Did you have anything like that in... Canada? I mean, the closest stuff I had would have been Sesame Street. Did but, you have anything like the Peanuts? Because even the Peanuts did some stuff like that. I, not that I can remember. I don't remember a lot of like early childhood. Can I say a quick story? Yeah. Quickly? So, cool thing. When Franklin became part of the Charlie Brown game with uh-huh. the Peanuts, uh, the South was like, nah, dropping the Peanuts off of the newspapers. And then uh, he was talking to his publisher, Charles Schultz, and he was like, all right, we're going to have to kick Franklin out. But then this white girl sent him this uh, letter. He was like, I'm so happy that Franklin's now a part of it. It reminds me of my friend that I, and we, you know, read the Peanuts comics. And it was like, hey, that's like us. And then Charles Schultz read it. He was like, yep, he's in. You know, <laughs> forget you guys. We're yeah. still going to put him. I'm like, yes. That's that's not just like integrity and honor, which is important. That's just art. That's like, yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah. I think. I just love that. No, that's great. Uh, I was going to say something. Sorry. No, it's okay. You don't really remember your childhood? Is there anything like Fred Rogers in your... Oh, um... Like, like, what he was... What his sort of ideals were of just, like, treat children with respect and with kindness is, like, always something that I've thought of. Yeah. Because, like, like, uh, some of my, like, dad's friends have like had kids uh, that are like way younger than me and I've sort yeah. of like sort of taken care of them and hung out and all that stuff and it's like okay cool but the, but there's one uh, kid that, I, that I'll always remember his name is Callum he's great but he's like he's really shy he doesn't really talk a lot and uh, I went over and I was like I was just doing chores like at this house like I was like mowing the lawn yeah. and, and just kind of cleaning up and doing stuff just for a little extra cash and me and Callum started getting getting along really well, just because like, I just talked to him, like I like I didn't try and be goofy, you don't I don't think you it's exactly what he said like he says like oh I never felt like I had to put on a, a funny hat or do anything yeah to like connect with a kid that's true like if you just talk to them and you're just like hey how's it going like like just like if they're asking questions just answer respectfully and just like ask them permission if you want to do something like. All that sort of stuff, like, just, I think, ingrains, like, 
in kids that sort of idea of like oh I matter and I can and like this person like even though they are bigger than me because I'm six feet tall yeah. and this kid like comes up to my knee yeah and I'm still like kind and I'm trying to just like like I was mowing the lawn and he had like a little toy lawnmower and he was just like following me around with it while I was actually mowing the lawn yeah because he was just like oh this cool guy is doing this thing I'm gonna do the thing and that's cool I think so yeah as much as like I didn't really have those ideals in like a TV show I commend my parents for teaching me these things anyway yes of course um so yeah I kind of wish that I had seen some more Mr. Rogers when I was a kid and if I did watch it I could remember it more because it seems like it would just be such a nice little thing exactly it it was very nice have a nice little neighborhood I could go to yeah would you be mine I'll be your neighbor would you be could you be would you be my neighbor and something that I want to bring up and then I did it because podcast uh, I want to tell you is that it's and kind of I brought it up a little earlier in this in our world now yeah does it feel like it's kind of impossible to have a Mr. Rogers yes people in everyday life can be can embody that that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, but on a massive scale it's kind of I think it's really fucking hard because even if you can be the endless optimist the the shining light it's also like you people like you like how do I explain it like you can't falter like imagine if Mr. Rogers started now TMZ would just follow him around yeah until the you're like come on come on he would just be like Get off me! Oh, Mr. Rogers has a temper! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has a temper! Exclamation point, exclamation point. And it's like... It feels like it's almost impossible to have that. I think... I think it... I think it could be possible. I think... I think right now in 2018, no goddamn way. (laughs) I would hope... In 2019. (laughs) That no... I think it's gonna take longer. Uh, Which is a fucking problem. But... I think, like, I'm going to say, like, 2023. Give us, like, five years. I think I like we could do it. Like a specific date. I think we could do it. We could have a yeah. Mr. Rogers. I think, I mean, I think a big issue is the current president is, like, problematic in a million ways. But again, we had they had Nixon, which there's a lot of parallels. Yeah, no, 110%. Um, again, I know but, but I think I think the... That. Twitter. The advent of internet and like this relentless like posting and need for attention and money and clicks on your website would make it impossible right now. So I think so I think there there is a a version of the society that we are becoming that could 100% have another Mr. Rogers where it's just like yeah let's just do good. Like, let's just do these good things. Yeah. I just think that... And the fucking thing is... <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> the fucking thing is, I think we were on that path for a long time. Yeah. I think we were heading that direction for a really long time. I think, like, people... I think we've been heading down that path, like, since, like, 
What path are you talking about? The path of like of like right now we could have a Mr. Rogers and that and that not like. I mean, you go on Twitter and everyone's yelling at each other, exactly, right? Like, yeah. I think we were on a path where that wasn't going to happen for a you're really right. long time. I'm right and you're wrong. No, I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were heading down that path for a really, really long time, and then, yeah, I think I, honestly. I'm not the original person for saying this. It, it started when Trump started running for president and like started getting traction. I would... Because, again, maybe living in the South, there was a time where, especially the second time, uh, the second re-election for Obama, yeah, yeah. where people kind of turned their head and like, again, another black? <laughs> another black? Or I think, the black again for I'm, eight I more think, years? Yeah, but I'm from... For living in Texas, maybe yeah. that's when it it happened for you. For me, it happened then. Yeah, when yeah. when Trump's campaign, I yeah, twenty fifteen ish, when Trump's campaign really started getting traction. Because in Canada, we, I was living in the most conservative place in Canada, and we flipped. We went from the right party, the conservative party, to the NDP, which was like fairly far left, like they're fairly socialist. Uh huh. And we flipped. We went from like a we were conservative for like 50 years or something like insane amount of time we were conservative then we flipped to the other side of the coin and that gave me hope for Canada because at the time I had no idea I was going to be living in the states so I was like the states will do their thing they'll figure it out we'll do our thing and we'll figure it out I'll be fine and then we at at that time we also had a conservative prime minister we had Stephen Harper Fuck Stephen Harper, man. He's a fucking idiot. Um, and then and then we got Justin Trudeau, who's a liberal, who's like the left center party. Um, yeah, we have more than two parties in Canada. Yeah, you look very I knew confused. That. No, no, no. I knew that. I, I know there's more than two parties. I don't okay. know their names. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. the three main ones for a long time, we just had like two main ones: the conservative yeah. and the liberal party. Um, and then fairly recently. In the past 10, 15, 20 years, somewhere around there, NDP yeah. started getting a lot of traction, which is great because it's my homeboys. So now we have like the three main parties, and we have like other parties yeah. that, that get a couple seats here and there. Yeah, so so we, we got rid of Stephen Harper and we got Justin Trudeau in uh, federally, which is, I mean, he's not the best prime minister, but he's a fuck ton better than Stephen Harper. And like, he was like, for Canada, it was like this is a good direction, like direction we should head on of like understanding and trying to do things better. And and he's and he's doing done some good stuff. He recently made a, a lovely apology to the uh, LGBTQ plus community. That was that like why an apology? Am, oh, it was just um, he wrote this letter of apology that was like I'm sorry that Canada hasn't treated you like Canadians. Like, I'm sorry that you have not been treated the same way that other Canadians have been treated. Um, And it was a nice apology. And, I I mean, I watched it and I was like, this is really nice. I'm glad that we're taking steps. There are still a lot of steps to take um, with that community and with the Native community in in Canada and all that stuff. Like, there are a lot of things we need to deal with. Um, But I think we're, like, pushing down that road. And I think America was too. From my perspective, uh-huh. in Canada, America was too. We got Obama for eight years. He's killing it. 
doing great things. I liked Obama. Obama's much better than... Uh, my, my gut instinct was like, yeah. But I didn't want to say, yeah, without context. Where he's... He, in my lifetime, I lived through Clinton. Clinton, Bush. Bush Obama and Obama Trump. And Trump. Yeah, I guess I, do, I I love presidents. I love history and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, Obama's was fine. But yeah, fine. Anyway, anyway, go on. Uh, on so face. so so from yeah. my perspective, it seemed like oh yeah, we're doing we're doing good. Yeah, you know, the, with America, the superpower is as our little southern neighbors, our little underwear. Um, <laughs> I was like, your Canada's underwear is what I was. Oh, why are you saying that? Because you're both, you're south of us. You're our ugly hat. Hey. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, so I sort of felt like the whole we were on the on the right yeah. track, and then 2015, and fuck me, running just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, like exponentially. It's been three years since then. Yeah. And I feel like we've gone back to, like, 1991. I don't know if that's an accurate year. I just took a year that was before <laughs> I was born. I saw, yeah, I saw that. Uh, in your eyes. So, well, so that's, so that's to why tie I think, to, so yeah, that's why I yeah. think, like, I think we were on that path where we could have another Mr. Rogers who could do the same sort of stuff, like, tackle these bigger issues and, and really honestly talk about them and talk about them to kids and deal that deal with that in a good way. We debate what is what is and is not facts. What are and are not facts. That's what we do now in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like And it's like in that world ridiculous. it's possible to have a Mr. Rogers. Yeah, one hundred percent. Where you can't even agree on a fact. Yeah. It's like it's, no, this is like a factual number of things. It's like no, no it's you're not. wrong. It's like excuse me, no, that's not how facts work. Um and I just, I don't, again, something that I walked out of the movie, I even said it to you, it was like, watching that movie, seeing how he lived his life, uh, we've just really, as a society, just became really cynical. And like, I don't know, like, especially with, I'm not gonna lie, when he, when they were talking about him being uh, ordained and uh, being a minister, I was like, oh no, Sam's gonna check out. Oh no. <laughs> But like I don't I I I know I know yeah. you can explain because context. No, I <laughs> I don't like religion. Doesn't mean that I hate people who have hate religion. people who have a yes. religion. Like yeah. I'm just like I just I just don't like it. I think it's yeah. Dumb. Uh-huh. But if you have it, go ahead, do your thing. Don't yell at me about it. But what exactly? Well, to that point, why love is that he had a platform where he did it, use it to convert people. Yeah. Which I feel like when, you know, disclosure, you know, I have religious ties. Yeah. Um, where what I believe in, it's not to convert people, it's to teach people, to show people, not even like to force people to do something just to be like, this is how I do it. And I'm happy with it. If you're not, if you don't want to do it, cool, whatever. And that's what I loved about Mr. Rogers, where it was so easy for him to be a televangelist, but he chose not to do that to have just a platform where everybody from every religion, creed, could come and watch and he can teach his philosophy on life. And again, I'm just... Sorry, all my thing is going to gush about Mr. Rogers. No, fucking do it. I just talked for like 10 minutes. (laughs) I hate the world. But yeah, it's... 
also something I wanted to talk about, and I had it in my mind before seeing the movie, and the movie even addressed it. Do you think there's a Mr. Rogers generation of that, you know, living in the South and having conservatives like, everyone thinks they're special, and everyone this and that. And a lot of people associate that associate that with Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street of like, you're the greatest, you are the best, don't let anyone else tell you that, you can do... It. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's a generation like that? Do you think? Uh, how about you go first? Because <laughs> I normally go first. Um, well, I, I talked for a very long time. Do to an extent. Again, what the movie tries to say, what I believe is that it's not that Mr. Rogers and these philosophies and these programs taught kids to be entitled. Which, yes, some kids haven't 100% taken that as to be entitled. It's to, like, basically you're not, you know, worthless. You're not, you are not just a bunch of cells that exist on a floating rock going nowhere. You're not that. You were an anomaly. You were the fastest sperm. That's something to be celebrated. You are special. And, you know, you need to almost like live your life with that have that you know hold your head high like you know exactly yeah that's what I feel what about you I like 100% agree like like they say it like yeah there are kids who feel entitled but that was never the intention the intention of that it was just to make sure that you felt like you had worth that you didn't have to do like what he said he's like "I, I you don't have to do anything spectacular to have worth. Yes. Right? Like, me and you sitting here, we have worth just because we exist. Right? You listening to this on your way you, to work, yeah. in your house. You uh, have worth yeah. just because you exist. Just because you don't do something spectacular doesn't mean that you aren't special. But I think... I think that generational, like, oh, this generation of the Mr. Rogers kids, I think that comes from, yeah, like, a lack of understanding of, like, special and entitlement. But I think that difference comes down to the parents. Yes, of course. Because, like... And even, they even talk about that in the documentary. Yeah, uh, they mentioned where it. it. he is even like, it's also up to the parents. Yeah. Yeah, I... As much as it, it is a two-way street of me trying to help kids... I'm on a screen. Yeah. <laughs> You're like with I, the game. Yeah, you can talk to them and have conversations. Like, um... Oh, shit. I was going to say something. <laughs> I had an idea. I had a good thought. Uh, entitled, special, parents. Oh, I can't remember who, where I first heard this, but it's like... Our... We... Our generation and generation before us, like... We didn't ask for participation trophies... Like, our parents did. You know? Yes. Like, people are like, oh, everyone feels like they should get a trophy just for participating. It's like, actually, no. We didn't think that. You thought that. Like, our parents thought that. Like, oh, my kids should get a thing. Because they are so special. Yeah. And they did a thing. They participated. So they should get a medal. Yeah. It's like, no. I don't know a single kid who liked getting a participation medal. I sure as fuck didn't. And I didn't do anything to get one. Yeah. I just didn't participate. <laughs> so I didn't get one. Easy. Done. No problem. 
No participation medals for Sam. Did not participate. Yeah, no one likes a participation medal. Um, so, like... Yeah. I th- Like, because it's that generation who's complaining that the next generation feels entitled. And it's like, well, you kept giving us shit for doing nothing. You were the ones who did that. So I don't understand why you're so angry about the stuff that you did. And... Do you, yeah. under- do you understand? Yeah, no, I okay. completely understand. <laughs> it's... It, it, it's just walking out of this movie it's a weird feeling a feeling I haven't really felt ever uh, I was walking out being so happy and uplifted but also so like feeling like a stereotypical old person like like things will never like be that way that innocent that sweet or endearing it is I am right so therefore you are wrong there's no common ground. It feels like just every, every day, every, and this is just my life living, seeing, you know, Twitter and all that. It's like every day, it's just like, there's always a fight. And this is from someone who loves to fight, <laughs> who loves debating, who loves yeah, this. That's but at what, one point, it's just kind of a like. A lot of our friendship was based on for a while, was like just debating stuff. Exactly. But it, it, it it's almost unfun. It's oh, unfun, that's a word. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's now just lost so much, you know. You lose so much energy because it's like, yeah, I love Batman v Superman. I hate it. Want to go get a milkshake? Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's none of that anymore. That common ground. It's, it's, and it's with everything, with big issues, with small issues, with, with the Roseanne tweet to abortion to, to, jails to death penalties to, to Batman v Superman. Star Wars The Last Jedi it's everything is so toxic and it's almost like I don't know and then I hate to sound like an old person is like is it Twitter is it this is it that because there is such a huge difference of like you know there were polarizing things and major issues back then even when we were children even when we were you know 12, 10 even nine. back in the Civil War even yes so it's kind of like why does it just feel like they're so like just yeah I don't know this is a question for you I guess no 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 no. I think like I think that yes there have always always been polarizing issues 110% never before have I been able to be polarized to someone on the other side of the world true yeah the other side of the world has their own fucking issues but now everybody has the same issues because everyone's always talking to each other and everyone's fucking dealing with each other all the time which is great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the internet. I think the internet is a good thing that exists. I think the people are shitty. <laughs> and I think like there is there's a lot of people who are who take joy in like just insulting people and trolling and like shit like that. And it's like it's not fun. Like I don't understand I don't understand. Yeah. Why people... I mean, it's same with, like, bullying. Like, it's the shit that's just, just like, why, why do you do it? Like, what... Why? How is this benefiting society? Like, how is this benefiting anybody but your own fucking ego? How is it benefiting you? <laughs> how is it... Yeah, and, and at that... How is it benefiting you, Mr. Bully? Like, I just don't get it. I just don't understand. And it's even different with just, like... I believe in this because dot 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 
I'm very sorry if you can hear the AC unit of my neighbor. Oh, I thought that was a plane. <laughs> no, that's I an really AC unit. I really thought that was a plane. I I'm was very just going to repeat it. <laughs> I'm very sorry. It will just be on. I oh. apologize. All right. It gets well, very hot if we close the window. Yeah, we'll just do this, then. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's different when... Uh, it's, I don't believe in this, because dot, 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 this, that, and the other, yeah. and the other person's will, like, I disagree, because dot, 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 and this, and that, and the other. It's like, okay, I still respect you. We lost respect, almost. That's it. I still respect you as a person. I disagree with your point of view, but I understand why you feel that way. So here you go. Yes, there will always be, you know, bigotry's not good. Yeah. You know, violence against women, men, and children are not good. Yeah. But there will always be those, like, well, gray areas. And it's kind of like we lost respect, where if you don't think like me, or if you don't if you don't think it... Uh, 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 so worked up! <laughs> if you don't think like me at all, then you're almost alien. You almost lose your, your rights of just being, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You yeah. lost that just because you don't agree with me. Yeah, I... And it's... And again, it's kind of like that Mr. Rogers of like, and the guy even said that uh, the director of the show, so he was like, yeah, there were bratty kids. There were kids that were running around. He was like, get get that little son of a gun out of here. And Mr. Rogers was like, he was chill. He was yeah. cool. He talked to them. He, and it's, it feels like in a world, and again, we're from our point of view living in New York going on Twitter, going on, so yeah. if you're somewhere else living here, you're like, actually, no, my neighborhood's my Everyone's this. great. No yeah. one's awful. Like, everything's good exactly. here. Exactly. This is our point of view. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It, it really, it really made me happy seeing the peop- that a person can bring so much joy to someone, but also bring me really just <laughs> deep, deep, deep sadness Yeah, that's like, not even will can we have someone like that? I bet people exist who are like that, a hundred percent. But can we ever have on a major level a celebrity, a that influential person like Mr. Rogers ever again? I think so. I don't I think it'll be very different. Yeah. But I think so. I think we'll get there. Not give us at least five years. At least five years. Yeah, I think going like going to that like something that I sort of was thinking of while while you were talking. Like, we live in such a, like, a black and white society. It's yes. like, you are either good or you are bad, and there is no room middle. for the middle ground, the common ground that for you were talking about. being human. <laughs> yeah. You know, where humans are. And I think, like, I think Mr. Rogers lived in the gray. Yes. I don't think he ever thought about things as good or bad. Yeah. I think he just took them as they were and lived and just tried to be as good as he could. Exactly. I think he just took the world. He saw the world and he was like, I need to just be as good as I possibly can so that the next generation of kids like thinks that the world isn't a shitty place because I mean, that's what he was born into, like the end of the world war. There was the Cold War. Yeah, bullied. Like, there was the Cold War and the Vietnam War and, like, 
all these things that he was like around all the time and and it's impossible to not be like man the world fucking sucks so he was like okay what if i can just what if it's not what, what if, if it's it not what if like you can just what if things are just good and yeah for like a black and white world i think i think there are people who can live in the gray and are okay with that yeah i think those are those people are to be commended yes greatly and like i do what i can you do what you can <laughs> just knowing us yeah i know that we don't we try and not like look at things as like this thing is definitely evil and this thing is definitely good no yeah. matter what there are things that are like evil there are things that are good but i think seeing every every person as either good or evil is ridiculous. Is, yeah. I think everybody has good things and everybody has bad things. I'm not trying to defend the bad people. They're bad. If they continue to do bad things and they make bad decisions and they do bad stuff, they're bad people. But not everyone... Like, I don't know. It's, I don't want to come off like I'm trying to defend horrible people I, who I do horrible that. things. Yes. You know? But I think it's... When you look at everybody in the world, the people who are just average people, as like, you are either good or bad, it gets a bit ridiculous. Yes. It's like, I'm just fucking trying to buy groceries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why does it matter? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying, I just wanted to get a bus pass. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to live my life. Yeah. Why you gotta, why gotta do me like this? Yeah. Well, final thoughts. Lordy Lord. <laughs> I really like this movie. It was a great movie. Like, as much as we were talking about the world and whatnot, really, this was a... Thought-provoking movie. Yes. A thought-provoking... Listen to the past hour of this yeah. podcast. It was very thought-provoking. Very beautiful. Very... A, lovely. A lovely, lovely, lovely movie. Everybody, if you made it this far, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thanks for listening to our weird conversation of thoughts. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't... Do you have any other thoughts? That's um, kind of Really, it, right? just Mr. Rogers was... Really just... It really shows you how one person can... I hate to be this cheesy guy, but this one person can change the world. It's true. One person can. And even one person can change the world, and that's important. But also, as important, one person can change one person's life. And that's as important. Yeah. Uh, I really liked just to go into the movie that part where he was doing the commencement speech and the woman came up to him he, she was like hey I watched it as a child thank you so much yeah. he was like thanks she was like I didn't go to preschool my like, mother didn't thank let you, me thank you for being my preschool exactly and he was like oh thank you for, for shaping me like yeah. I didn't just watch you th- th- that's a yeah, different yeah. thank you for Every thank you for letting me have my children. Thank you for yeah. letting me do these things in my life because you shaped me. Yeah. And even if you alienated everybody else, thank you for helping me. I think yeah. it really shows you that it's it's poor. Huh, I'm about to tear up again. No, it's okay. Anyway, I also really love that um, we got to see him uh, re-meeting. I think his name was Jeff. Yes. Uh, in the credits, that was really nice. That was because they were like, "Oh yeah, he survived the surgery," and I was like, "Where is he? Did they meet again? <laughs> like what? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah." So that was, was really nice. Yeah, and great. just that even was just like, the when he was talking to him, he was like, "Yeah, I bet you feel blue sometimes." He was like, "Yeah, I do." 
You don't like, feel blue. But now. I don't feel blue right now because I'm with you. He's like, yeah, me too. It's like, yeah. You can't really just change one person. Yeah. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. I bet if you Google my name, you can find me. Probably. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the good looking. I'm the guy who looks like Idris Elba. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all of the things Twitter, your, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook. When you're all all the things, make sure to drop a review. Yeah, drop yeah. us a review on iTunes, Google Play, like a track on SoundCloud, do whatever you want, uh, comment, tweet at us, do whatever you want, really. Yeah. We're in a weird mood. Yeah, there's no, a just, weird vibe. There's a weird, good, lovely <laughs> vibe in this room right now. Just close your eyes. Imagine the person you love. Oh, don't do this. And have a great night.